If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Seven are dead and one person is critically injured after shootings in two locations in Half Moon Bay. A 67-year-old man is currently in custody and he's suspected in both shootings. The San Mateo County Sheriff said four victims were found in one location and three others in another on Monday afternoon. So these took place at a mushroom facility, a mushroom farm and trucking facility. The motive is unknown. Another multiple shooting occurred in Southern California on Saturday night as 11 passed away in Monterey Park. Absolutely tragic. We are praying for the victims and the families at this time. Uh, gonna move on to other news. Have you ever thought to yourself, I really want Starbucks, but I really don't want to make the trip? Well, you no longer have to get in your car and drive to Starbucks because the company announced that they are partnering with DoorDash in all 50 states. So it's really simple. You order coffee on DoorDash and a driver will bring your coffee to you, whether it's at work, whether it's at home, wherever. Starbucks says it'll make about 95% of its core menu available through the service and will let customers customize their orders on the DoorDash app as if they were using the Starbucks app. And knowing my luck, the one coffee I like is not going to be available, but we'll just have to wait and see. Which coffee are you talking about? Caramel Macchiato. What about the uh, eggnog latte? <laughs> well, that's the one you were going to mention. I'm still <laughs> mad about it. I can't believe they took it off the holiday <laughs> menu. <laughs> well, in case you were wondering, is Brantley Gilbert a Nickelback fan? Well, the answer is yes, he is a Nickelback fan. Because we all just want to be big rock stars and live in hilltop bosses driving 15 cars. He just announced he'll be opening on their Get Rolling tour, and he's stoked about it. Uh, here's what he said. He said, how can you make the most unexpected and bad A tour of all time? Nickelback and your boy join forces for the summer. That's how. <laughs> uh, so pre-sale tickets do go on today, but we are giving away tickets to their Shoreline stop in July. This morning on the Amber Showdown, so make sure you tune in at 830. It's gonna be a good day With Amber and Tanner in the morning I got some good friends They only good time when They're awesome Today's country Froggy 92.9 Froggy 92.9 presents Amber Gets Married Brought to you by Flying Cloud Farm in Petaluma Sonoma County's premier wedding venue Every week, Amber, Jeanette, and Julia discuss the trials, tribulations and highlights of being a modern day bride and all that comes with planning a wedding right here in Sonoma County Please welcome Flying Cloud owners Jeanette and Julia and Amber from Amber and Tanner in the Morning on Froggy 92.9 Has anyone used something other than your own pergola before? We have had people bring in their own. The pergola was actually put in during COVID, so um, that's somewhat of a recent thing for us, but it's been oh. amazing. It's such a pretty wooden structure. You can really do anything with it. We yeah. have some draping that we include so people can use that and then just have a florist come in and dress it up. So that's the most common, but sometimes we can also change the orientation of the way that the ceremony is facing. So instead of facing the pergola, we kind of turn everything to the right and it's facing the other direction. You don't really notice it too much off to the side. Um, but then it's sometimes people want to use the lawn and do kind of, um, you know, a, a kind of modern structure that then you can do it that way. Or you can also use the courtyard and we have a fountain and the pretty kind of building behind you. You can also bring in something and put it there, too. So people have done other things okay. as well. I've seen people, the what is it, the A-frame? Yeah, the A-frame. So That's what I was trying to think, right the word I was trying to think of. Yeah, like the A-frame. 
It would be really cool in the courtyard, too, because the building is kind of the same shape and you have mm. the fountain right there, too. So I have been wanting to see someone do that there because I do think that would be really pretty. That may be something I might consider. Yeah. Would it be too Would it be too much? I don't no. know. All <laughs> we'll those things to think about. Yeah. <laughs> Pinterest boards. Which is why I'm so glad I have you to talk to about this. And you could definitely be like, Amber, that's not going to work. That's not going to do. Okay, so we talked about how you provide pretty much everything <laughs> like the tables the chairs the pergola we mentioned all that so what is considered extra so all of our facility fees are cost out the door so we don't have any fit- hidden fees or surcharges or anything like that so what you see is what you pay for the only thing that would be extra is anything we don't have in house so like you mentioned we have all the furniture and all, all of that but we would rent for you the linen the glassware the silverware in china so you do get to choose all your colors and that's a really fun part of it i would do your rental order for you we don't charge anything for doing the rental order so you just basically make your selections but we do handle it for you so that would be the only other cost to us is paying out the rental company yeah. but other than that we don't really have any other extra fees Listen to Amber Gets Married every week live on Amber and Tanner in the Morning on Froggy929.com and wherever you listen to podcasts. Have you ever had a company holiday party go wrong? So our company holiday party is this weekend at In the Tides in Bodega Bay. And I have never had a bad experience at our company holiday party, but I definitely did at my last job before Froggy92.9. I'll never forget I showed up and the person at the door asked for my ID. And I didn't know that you had to be over 21 to go to the event, and I was 19 at the time. That's very sad. Right? <laughs> I was so bummed about it. I mean, I don't think we have any coworkers that are under 21, do we? I don't think so, no. But even if, you can still go and eat and participate in karaoke. Absolutely. I love karaoke. Uh, and the coworkers did something really nice. They felt bad about the experience and they brought me a plate the next morning of all the food that they had. So I thought that was really nice. But overall, you know, I drove two and a half hours to go to this company party just to be turned away at the door. No, they should have let you in. <laughs> Where was it? Was it at a bar or something? Yeah, it was on a brewery. Oh. Yeah, but you know, breweries here in Sonoma County, people under 21 can at least get in the door for most of them. So uh, it was kind of a funny situation. I laugh about it now, but Amber, have you ever had a company holiday party go wrong? Um, You know, like you said, our our company holiday. I don't want to. I've only ever been to our company holiday party. Oh, you didn't have one at your last company. Uh, no. Oh, we did weird. not do that. That's lame. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I that's the most it can go wrong. Not have it at all. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could say I worked for a pharmacy for a couple of years, and they did have a holiday party, but I couldn't go because I had the flu. So oh, that's something that went wrong, that r- right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Rachel from Katani, what happened at your company holiday party? My old boss threw a party for the employees with the food that was expiring that day out of the restaurant that we're normally going to throw away. And that's what they served us. Catching the Catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Crunchy, creamy, peanut butter. Creamy peanut butter. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Eating our peanut butter. Peanut brittle, peanut butter. Peanut butter, meat jelly. I want peanut butter. 
So today is National Peanut Butter Day, and earlier on the show, we talked about our love of peanut butter. Uh, and I mentioned that I was actually allergic to jelly and other like fruit spreads as a kid. So now I'm just so used to eating peanut butter and jelly by itself. And Tanner, I know, well, sorry, peanut butter by itself. Tanner, I know you said you do something similar. You do eat peanut butter by itself. Oh, yeah. I just grab a spoonful, throw it down in the peanut butter and eat it. I <laughs> love peanut butter so much. I don't need anything around it. And I talked to my fiance about this last night and he was like, you you don't eat peanut butter and jelly? So I was like, no. And he's like, would you would you try it? He's like, if I got you like a good fruit spread, would you would you try the peanut butter and jelly? And I said, I don't think I'd like it. Really? And yeah, I'm trying to like maybe maybe I'd eat peanut butter with like some plain Lay's potato chips. What? Maybe. Peanut butter with potato chips. I've yeah, never heard of such a thing. It's like sweet and salty. You know, you, you take a bite of your peanut butter sandwich, no jelly, and then you put the chip in. Amber, you know what? That is genius. I'm going to have to give that a shot, too. Do people not eat their peanut butter sandwiches with chips on the side? Is this a, is this just a me thing? I mean, maybe on the side, but <laughs> not together. Well, I've yeah. never thought about well, that. Well, you kind of are eating it together if you think yeah. about it. You're just going... You know, My perception of food is permanently changed. <laughs> well, sorry. sorry <laughs> In a that. good way. Uh, so, I mean, can you think of any other interesting peanut butter combinations? Because my mom does some weird stuff. Yeah, I went to, it's called the Taste of Tacoma. It's in my hometown. Uh, It's a big food festival, and they have Krispy Kreme donuts, uh, like, using as a hamburger bun. And then what they do is they put peanut butter and then the hamburger. Oh, yeah, it's like the Elvis burger or something like that. It is so good. I've never had it. My mouth is watering just thinking about it. I get massive heartburn (laughs) afterwards, but honestly, kind of worth it. I can't imagine. (laughs) Uh, So I think I've talked about this before, but my mom does... Peanut butter, banana, and mayo sandwiches. Ugh. She says it's just a very thin layer of mayo. Ugh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't get behind that. I am open to all foods, but I will never try that. We gotta try it. <laughs> well, we've got Alexa from Santa Rosa on the phone. Alexa, you said you know of a very interesting peanut butter combination. Tell us all about it. I'm a weirdo. Okay. I heard a long time ago that people liked peanut butter and pickles. And being the weirdo I am, I was like, I gotta try it and just see what it's like. It's actually good. Okay. We tried the peanut butter sandwich with pickles on it, and that's okay, but I just, I do. I like just a regular pickle and just dip it in the peanut butter. Most people don't see it because I do it at home, but if someone did see it, I'm sure that they would think it's really weird. The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So first of all, I just want to say it's amazing that a bunch of computer animated cartoons can cause this much drama. But the M&M's mascots are changing once again. So actually a year ago this month, the company tweaked them after people complained they were sexist, specifically the female M&M's. So the green one used to wear these little knee-high boots and... They changed those to sneakers instead. Uh, the brown M&M switched from stilettos to these little chunkier heels that look a little more professional, a little more modern. Um, but now the company has apparently decided it wasn't enough or that they took the wrong approach with the little cartoon M&Ms. So now they're not using them in their commercials, for now at least. So the company tweeted, in the last year, 
We've made some changes to our beloved spokes candies. We weren't sure if anyone would even notice, and we definitely didn't think it would break the internet. But now we get it. Even a candy's shoes can be polarizing. So they added that they're taking a, quote, indefinite pause from the spokes candies. And that their new temporary spokesperson is actually Maya Rudolph from SNL. Uh, their tweet doesn't say much more than that, but they also put out a press release that says they're updating the entire brand this year. Uh, the press release also says they're working on giving the characters a, quote, fresh, modern look and a more nuanced more nuanced personalities to underscore the importance of self-expression. Also talks about adding different shapes and sizes of M&Ms and suggests that they might add some new colors as well. So my question is, why are we so pressed over these little candies <laughs> right now? I mean, they aren't bothering you. M&Ms changing their spokes candy has no effect on your day-to-day life. There's no bigger picture here. They're just trying to modernize their brand. You know, for example, no one really wears stilettos anymore. Most of my friends that are gals wear sneakers. They rarely wear high heels. It's just they're just trying to keep up with the times. They're not trying to offend anyone. Uh, You know, this is just something that brands do. They try to revamp. They try to make themselves relevant again. And who really cares if they're changing the M&M shoes or clothes or colors? Uh, But could this just be an elaborate lead up to, you know, some Super Bowl ad they've got planned? Maybe. That's a lot of the rumors on the internet. But how long will the mascots be gone? That's probably the question you're having. It's hard to say, but some people think the pause might not really be that indefinite. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. The 49ers are taking on the Eagles in the NFC Championship game this Sunday. The game is at noon on Fox. What is your favorite football movie? Bringing up football movies because of the San Francisco quarterback Brock Purdy. And I am a Brock Purdy super fan. And he was the backup's backup. He's a rookie. And I think he should be the starting quarterback next season. Oh, yeah. He'll definitely. Yeah, for sure. He's really good. I don't know much about football, but I watched him do some really cool things the past couple of weeks. He is incredibly talented, and he is such a remarkable story because he was the last pick in the NFL draft last year. And it's just so cool to see his story evolve, and it just goes to show that everybody in the NFL is talented, no matter where you are in the depth chart. Um, And if I'm going to guess... What the who's gonna win this weekend? I think it's gonna be a really close game. The Eagles are a very talented team, but so are the San Francisco 49ers. So I'm officially guessing that the 49ers are gonna win by three. Wow. I think so too. I think the 49ers are definitely gonna win. Yeah. And I like I said, don't know much about football, but <laughs> you know, it is fun to watch Purdy. He's a great player and I've enjoyed it. Purdy Mania is taking over the NFL in the Bay Area right now. I was reading about his jersey specifically, and apparently they can't produce enough Brock Purdy jerseys to sell them, and they keep running out. <laughs> That's how big a fan everybody is right now. And That's it's just awesome. Really cool to see. Um, so I think Brock Purdy's story, depending on how the rest of his career goes, is so good that it could be a movie. 
Maybe. Yeah. There's a lot of underdog stories out there, which is like one of my favorite football movies. It's called The Little Giants. It was a movie made in 1994. It's an underdog football story, and that's why I love it so much. And you don't have to understand football to watch that movie. So maybe that's why I love it. (laughs) Uh, My favorite football movie is The Longest Yard remake, and probably because I love The Sandman, Adam Sandler, so much. It's just hilarious. It's fun. Uh, Burt Reynolds is in it, and uh, it it came out like the early 2000s, and I just love it. So we're talking about favorite football movies right now. Chris from Santa Rosa, what is your favorite football movie? Rudy, man. Has to be Rudy. I can watch every 10 years, and so it brings tears to my eyes, man. See him run out there chanting, Rudy, Rudy. <laughs> yeah, good inspired movie, man. With Amber and Tanner. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. There's a woman named Mina. She's from San Jose, California. She's going viral right now because she recently took her pet pig, Merlin, to a Starbucks drive-thru. What? Now, Starbucks workers (laughs) gave Merlin a cup of ice, and apparently Merlin likes to go on walks and go to restaurants for dinner. You know, just like you would take your dog to restaurants with you. (laughs) But it's a pig. Mina takes Merlin with her. (laughs) I love that. I love that his name is Merlin. That's such a great name. It reminds me of uh, someone brought a pet pig into the office right now, it, uh, or uh, a couple months ago. What what was her name? Dolly Porkton. Dolly Porkton. So great. Makes me want to get a pet pig. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm good with Remy for now, my dog. I wouldn't know what to do with a pig. I barely know what to do with Remy. Uh, but, you know, just... I, I've thought about, you know, those times where people have brought pets into our office here at the radio station... Which doesn't make any sense necessarily, but this also doesn't make any sense. Someone tried to bring their horse into our pharmacy once. (laughs) It's the only other job I've ever had. But we lived in a very rural area. Uh, So, you know, maybe people take their horses places. It was, I think it was normal for the time and where we were. But that's my most memorable customer. Yeah. What about you? Uh, It's not about me specifically, but I saw this at Whole Foods about a year ago. This guy had a parrot on his shoulder and walked into Whole Foods and everybody knew who he was and who his parrot was. And apparently this guy is like a local legend around the community and he goes everywhere with his parrot on his shoulder. I've seen that. (laughs) I've seen him. I've seen him get into his car before with the parrot on his shoulder. (laughs) The parrot's like, turn left. It's so cute. <laughs> love I it. I love that. Well, we've got Lauren from Runner Park on the phone. Uh, Lauren, you said you encountered an animal at work. What happened? Uh, when I worked at a fast food restaurant, we had a monkey that came to wow. the drive-thru. I mean, him and his owner would come to the drive-thru. They would get food, and the monkey would always drink the creamers or eat the sliced apples. <laughs> it's going to be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. The only good time They're awesome. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to be talking to Ryan. Ryan is making a big move in his life, and Barry Martindale's going to try to ruin it. Hello? Hi, is this Ryan? Yeah, hi, who's this? Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling on behalf of... Okay. Um. I understand that you hired movers and the company is storing your things overnight. 
Yeah, yeah, that's accurate. Well, I'm uh, sorry to tell you, this is such bad news. Uh, there was unfortunately a mix-up, and uh, your truck that contained all of your belongings is now gone. You kidding, right? No. I mean, is this a prank call? No, this isn't a prank call at all. I'm looking at your receipt here, and uh, typically we have numbers on each vehicle, and uh, yours was 702, but it seems like 702 got mixed up, and it was sent to Arkansas. Down. What, what are you saying? You're saying that my stuff is in a whole different state yeah, right well, now? It's gone. I'm going to be honest with you, Ryan. There's only a maybe a 15% chance of you finding it. No, no, no. Listen, listen. You guys made this mistake, all right? So you guys got to fix this for me, and you guys got to get my stuff back. ASAP, all right? Well, when You're I... an attorney. You don't, you, don't, you don't want me to call my, my own attorney, Okay. So let's fix this in a, in, in a very nice, simple way and quick. Well, what I can do to fix this, this is what I got for you. Because of the only 15% success rate, what I can do is I can give you free McDonald's coupons for the next month for your troubles. I don't, I don't, I don't know who you, who do you think you're talking to, huh? You think you're going to offer me a cheeseburger for all my stuff that you guys misplaced? What's wrong with you? Let me speak to your supervisor right now. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy 92.9's Neighbor Dispute. Jesus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to my knowledge, Ooh, all your about... stuff is fine, but no promises, okay? <laughs> Thank God. Well, wow, you had me there. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. What's your favorite Sonoma County landmark? People are asked about dozens of U.S. landmarks and then asked, which was the worst one that they've ever been to? And the majority of people in the United States said that the Hollywood sign in Los Angeles is the most disappointing landmark in the country. Really? Yeah. I've always wanted to see it. Honestly, I've only been to Los Angeles once. My brother lives there. And it, we were driving on the highway and just looked over and saw the sign. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, I guess it. I saw it. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally understand that. I, I mean, the only huge historical like landmark or anything I've seen like that is the Grand Canyon. But that thing is awesome. Oh, I bet. I was not disappointed. It's definitely on my bucket <laughs> list. Uh, not one Sonoma County landmark is on the best or the worst list. And I think we should change that. What is your favorite Sonoma County landmark? Amber, do you want to kick us off? Sure. I think Sonoma County in itself is just amazing to see. And there's so many things like you, the vineyards, you, the mountains, the cliffs out in Bodega Bay. Uh, but I took my friend Maggie to see the Potter Schoolhouse in Bodega that's in the Birds films. And I know a lot of people are probably going to say, yes, there's a lot of things you can show people in the Alfred Hitchcock movie. But that was one thing I remember someone getting really excited about for yeah, Sonoma County. That's awesome. I don't you know think I've mean? ever been there to it's that just, one specifically. You just drive up a little beaten path right off i mean bodega's not that big yeah. so it's really easy to get to we'll go <laughs> yeah absolutely and uh we have our company holiday party over the weekend over in bodega bay so maybe i'll make a stop along the way and go yeah. check it out take cammy she's probably never seen it right yeah definitely not okay. we haven't spent nearly enough time uh around <laughs> bodega as we should have yeah go up there early adventure around then come to the holiday party honestly my favorite landmark in sonoma county is all the snoopy statues across santa rosa whenever people come here they, I tell them about the history of Charles M. Schultz and how the Peanuts was created right here in Santa Rosa, and they're like, 
so fascinated by it every single time. And while I'm just driving and showing Santa Rosa around, I always make sure to point out the Snoopy statues that are along the way. I probably have about 25 of them memorized, but I mean, there's more than 70 in Santa Rosa itself. It's very cute to see. When Cole's mom was here last, we took her to the Charles M. Schultz Museum, and she enjoyed it. But there's just so much to see here, like I said. <laughs> Absolutely. It's hard to hit everything. On our Froggy Facebook page, we're talking about the best Sonoma County landmarks, and here's what you said. Lisa Froner Park said the little white church in Bodega that was featured in The Birds. Tony from Sonoma said the Bear Flag Monument in Sonoma. Uh, Tony continued to say it's historic and honors when California became free from Mexican rule. Kendall from Santa Rosa says the Luther Burbank Home and Gardens in Santa Rosa. She said, because all of the flowers. Here we go! It's a brand new day. Wake up! Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. I'm looking for some fun ways, some really unique, creative ideas to ask a male friend of mine to be a bridesman. Uh, so I would like to ask one of my oldest friends, his name is Brandon, uh, to be in my bridal party. But he's a guy. Uh, and I wanted to ask him in a fun way because I'm asking the go- the gals, the girls, the ladies, the females, uh, with like a fun box with some personalized items in there. But they're things like a little compact mirror with their name on it and like some, you know, like some girly stuff. I don't yeah. know how else to say it. Um, and I just don't think those kinds of things will work for Brandon. Um, so I-, I need some ideas to, to give you... Um, a little background about Brandon. He loves books. He likes movies. He likes anime. Um, he also likes going to the gym. He's a very interesting person. He seems very well-rounded. <laughs> he's a well-rounded guy. He was actually our valedictorian in school, wow. so he's an intellectual. Um, yeah, he's um, super impressive, so I'm nervous mm. about, you know... I'm sure he'd be fine with whatever, however I ask, but Tanner... Uh, help me come up with some ideas. Do you have something for me? Yeah, I did some research for what to do. And uh, the idea that I liked the most was you could send a scratch-off card. So if you go to scratchoff.com, you can create a custom scratch-off card and you can put anything on it and you just send him the scratch off card and you send him a penny in the mail. So that way it's kind of a fun interactive experience. Oh, cute. I've not heard of this. Me neither till today. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think it's awesome. I know. I tried to do a Google search and uh, people are just like, here's a website to build a really expensive box. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I have no money. <laughs> How much money do I have? None. Well, the scratch off, uh, if you're interested and if not, totally fine. It's $7.99 a card. Yay. Perfect. So that works. Yeah. Uh, only eight bucks each for a person. I could do that. Not bad, right? <sighs> yes. <laughs> um, but we did ask on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929. We asked about this, and here's what you said. Stephanie from Santa Rosa said, One of my cousins is getting married, and she is calling all of hers matrimony homies. <laughs> Will you be my matrimony homie? Question mark. I love that. That's one way to ask. Uh, Rich from Motor Park says, Does he like cigars? Ooh. <laughs> no, he. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, Julie from Pengrove said, I have no idea, but I can't wait to hear how you do it. Great advice, Julie. Thank you. <laughs> the only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. Chris 
Lawrence from Santa Rosa. Are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yeah, let's go ahead. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Chris, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay. Chris, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Amber, you're going to go down. He was ready to do it. He was so ready. (laughs) Amber's running out of the studio. Her record is 562 wins and 47 losses. She is currently on a five-game winning streak. Chris from Santa Rosa, are you ready? Up. Question one. Noah Schnapp called out his teachers in his senior yearbook. What popular show does Noah Schnapp play Will Byers? Ooh, that that one's... um, I'm actually not sure on that one. (laughs) That's okay. Question two. Blake Shelton is opening an old red bar on the Las Vegas Strip. True or false, Las Vegas is the capital of Nevada. Uh, yes. That is incorrect. Question three. Brooks and Dunn are extending their reboot tour. Can you name Dunn's first name? Is it A, Brandon, B, Tony, or C, Ronnie? Uh, A. That is incorrect. Question four. Pete Davidson is having all of his Kim Kardashian tattoos removed. What NBC show made Pete Davidson a star? The late night show. That is incorrect. In question five, can you name the biggest star in our universe? Um, let's see, Jupiter. That is incorrect. I was looking for a star. Gonna bring Amber back in. Oh, I think it's a planet. <laughs> oh no, uh, Amber. Chris from Santa Rosa got zero today. Zero out of five. He keeps making these questions so hard, Chris. I don't know what his deal is over there. (laughs) Sorry about that. All right. Question one. Noah Schnapp called out his teachers in his senior yearbook. What popular show does Noah Schnapp play Will Byers? Will Byers is Stranger Things. Correct. Amber, you're up one to zero from Chris from Santa Rosa. Question two. Blake Shelton is opening an old red bar on the Las Vegas Strip. True or false, Las Vegas is the capital of Nevada. False. That is correct. Carson City was the correct answer. I was like, don't ask me what the actual capital is. <laughs> Do Chris, not know. <laughs> Chris from Santa Rosa got that incorrect. Amber, you're now up two to zero. Question three. Brooks and Dunn are extending their reboot tour. Can you name Dunn's first name? Is it A, Brandon, B, Tony, or C, Ronnie? I think it's Ronnie, isn't it? See? I think that is correct. Okay, cool. Chris from Santa Rosa got that incorrect. Amber, you're up three to zero. Question four. Pete Davidson is having all of his Kim Kardashian tattoos removed. <laughs> what NBC show made Pete Davidson a star? Saturday Night Live. That is correct. Chris from Santa Rosa got that incorrect. Amber, you're up four to zero. And question five. Amber, can you name the biggest star in our universe? The biggest star in our universe? Mm-hmm. Uh, the sun? I don't know. That is correct. (laughs) Perfect five out of five (laughs) for Amber compared to Chris from Santa Rosa's half a point out of five. Chris from Santa Rosa, so sorry, my friend. You are not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you got to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. But you are going to see Brantley Gilbert along with Nickelback when they come to Shoreline Amphitheater in July. That's awesome. Chris from Santa Rosa, you're going to see Brantley Gilbert and Nickelback thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. What's something you learned way too late in life? I was today years old when I found out. So I was reading about the Bay Area band, the very famous Metallica recently. And they are categorized as metal, right? And sure. I learned, and I feel so dumb, that it's called metal because it's harder than rock. <laughs> <laughs> and I, my mind was 
blown. Gosh, well, they're... Nah. Don't feel bad about that. No? I mean, think about it. There's rock and then there's hard rock. Yeah. And there's so many other sub-genres out there. There's like grindcore metal. What? Grindcore metal? Yes. <laughs> I just love all the different names. It, like, it, what they is get that? ridiculous. It's There's a lot of sub-genres out there, which I cannot possibly understand. But Metallica, yeah. I mean, Led Zeppelin is considered heavy metal. Really? Weird, I know. I always thought of them as classic rock. That's so interesting. Well, now, yeah, now they're considered classic yeah. rock. But when they first came on the scene, they were like, this is some heavy stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Amber, what is something you learned way too late in life? Oh, man. Uh, probably my favorite thing to talk about always is that that little drawer you have in the bottom of your oven is not for storage. It's for keeping things warm. I have never use that to keep <laughs> things warm. <laughs> that is for cookie sheets. That is for yeah, pizza. Baking sheets. Yeah. yeah, yeah, baking sheets. Yeah, so uh, got some responses on our Instagram story. What is something you learned way too late in life? And here's what you said. Vicky from Windsor says you don't have to rip the plastic top off of your new deodorant with your teeth or pliers or anything. You can just turn up the base until it comes up enough just to take it off. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Zach from Ukiah is continuing (laughs) the music theme. He said, I thought Mick Jagger's name was Mick Jagger, and people just never said his first name for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good, actually. That's pretty good how your brain works. Uh, Laurie from Santa Rosa says, it took me 18 years to realize shit. Come on, Lori. I don't know. I also want to read this. <laughs> shampoo goes before conditioner. I always wonder why my hair felt silky smooth before I used this shampoo. <laughs> good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9.